Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. And I'm going to add an extra good evening to those in Alabama, if I am correct. I hope I am. This is your man, Hezekiah L. Montgomery. Welcome you to Man, The Man in the Mirror, along with our co-host. She'll be on briefly. Um, but um, we have something special that is going on this week. For this month, we have dedicated this month to Authors on the Real. I'm excited because we have some new authors that are coming up, up up-and-coming authors. Their books are coming out. They're almost ready to be printed and put out there. But we are out, out here ready to have a good show for them. And tonight, the first one to start on Authors on the Real is Miss Roshika Henry. And Roshika, I want you to say hello to everyone. Hello, Baltimore. Amen. And that is Roshika up in Alabama. And I had to make sure I got my time right because I'm always time incorrect. <laughs> so she's an hour behind us and we're hour before behind us and we're hour after them. So but as always, before we get started, we're gonna start off in prayer. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants. Lord, thank you, Lord, for lying down last night. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just mercy and grace. And we thank you, Lord, for man and the man and the mirror show, Lord, we can come together 
talk to real people with real stories who have been real overcomers, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for those in Alabama, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all her friends who are popping up on the sound for all those who are just there just to support her, Lord. We just ask you just to bless her in a mighty way, Lord. Give her strength to continue on um, the way that you would have her uh, go with her book, Lord, with her up-and-coming book, Lord, with her ministries, Lord. She's just a powerful woman, Lord. We just want you, you know, we say life and death is in power of the tongue, and we just continue to speak life in her, Lord, because she is a woman of God who's doing great and wonderful things. Continue to bless her, bless her family, and, Lord, again, bless all those who are listening in tonight, Lord. We just want to have a powerful time in your name. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. And I'm going to read a little bit about um, Roshika. I'm, I'm hoping I'm getting that name right. Am I, am, am I getting you it right? You are. You are. Excellent. Thank you. You know, you know, some of us people can mess up a name. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to read some information about Roshika, and then we're going to get into the interview. Oh, I don't want to forget, if you have any questions or comments, you can place them in our event page. You can also log into the chat room. Um, we have a guest there, and I'm going to welcome them. Uh, welcome, guest 1986. Well, that was a good year. And also, if you have any comments, you can put them in our event page as well. But at first, we'll go up to, if you want to log on, log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror, and the show should be there or is there. And you can click on it and click in um, on the um, if you want to come into the um, chat room. And also, the event page, we, you know, we're taking questions and answers there. And the event page as well. So we're just ready um, to actually have a good time in the Lord. And as I'm getting ready to read some brief information, because this lady just got finished writing the book, so it's got to come out soon, so I don't want to give it all the way. Roshika Shante Henry is a native of Georgia and was raised in Alabama. She grew up to love the medical field and spent a majority of her career working at surrounding community hospitals as phlebotomist. And I, I, I don't, I'm sorry, Sharika, Rashika, but I don't like phlebotomists because all you guys, <laughs> all they do is take blood, stick needles. They're like vampires to me. Yes. And patient register. She is a proud and devoted mother, I mean, member of the Word of Truth Ministries where her father Pastor John L. Cook is the senior pastor. Wow, she's a preacher's kid, too. <laughs> she is also a certified dance instructor where she leads the dance ministry at her church. She also teaches praise dancing in the surrounding churches. Roshika's praise dance ministry has been featured on local television station numerous times. She has reached she has received awards as well as trophies for her profound work in her dance ministry. She is a very devoted she is very devoted to the kingdom work. God is her driving force. I like that. She is author of Back from Broken, A Dancer's Journey Back to Wholeness, which is the autobiography of her life. She has written a gospel song called Hallelujah song by an up and coming artist that can sung by an up and coming artist 
that can be downloaded on all major music apps such as iTunes and Google Play. She is also a single mother of three gifted children. And without further ado, that's like a book right there, so we don't really have to do too much. <laughs> but without further oh. ado, we will bring we will start this interview with a guest a special guest tonight, starting off uh, authors on the real. And the reason I call the authors on the real because you know the mantra for man in the mirror is real people, real stories, real overcomers. And from reading just that little bit, I'm finding, I'm assuming, and she's going to tell us her story, I'm assuming that she's a real overcomer. Yeah. And with that said, Roshika, uh, yes, sir. Michelle, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hello, Roshika. Hi, Roshika, Hello, Michelle, Michelle, Roshika. Excellent. Roshika, why don't you just start off right from the beginning. Your book is called uh, Back from Broken. Back from Broken. You know why? Why the title Back from Broken? And just tell us your story. Okay, I'm gonna let this is you right now. Tell us your story. All right, Hezekiah. Before I start that story, let me give glory and honor to God, um, who is the head of my life, and let me thank you and Miss Michelle for the invite on Man in the Mirror. Now, what an honor to be here. So let me tell you from back from broken. Um, I guess it is, you can say it started from, I almost want to say a lost soul or someone just um, in a shell but just wondering, don't know what to do with life, nothing particularly going on, and feelings of no reason to live or no special talents. And, or if I had them, I couldn't find them. And um, it it all started with a praise dance group uh, for my dad's pastor's anniversary. And my sister, one of my sisters asked me if I would lead that, but we've never done that, so I, you know, I told her no. And long story short, I ended up doing it, and I fell right into my blessing, not even knowing it. That journey took me from... Um, just doing something because I was at to redefining the woman that was inside of me. That's that's the journey that I've been on. So everything um, that I've been through, God had to had me to revisit it. So feelings of unforgiveness, um, regret, um, not mistakes that I've made, and I didn't forgive myself. Those kind of things is what is what drove me here. And I found out that I was this broken, torn-down woman that was good for nothing but the hands of Jesus to do an operation on and fix my heart. So um, with all that being said, that journey led me to this. Um, Now I am complete. I'm whole through Jesus Christ. Um, Forgiveness is it's so essential, and I just find so much peace in it. And I just want to reach out and help others and um, tell them my journey. Hopefully through my testimony, I can help a whole lot of women and men out there not go down some of those paths that I've been through or show them um, the proper way to let this stuff go and forgive yourself and, and to forgive and how to truly forgive. Because a lot of times we walk 
and we think that we're forgiving someone, and we don't. We do not forgive. But um, to get, true forgiveness is, is freedom, and God gave that to us. He gave it to us for us, and a lot of us don't understand that. So we walk in black holes, and we don't know how to get out of it. So I'm hoping that this book will cause a lot of people to reevaluate themselves and to redefine themselves. Okay. Okay. That sounds good, but I'm a, I'm going to back up a little bit further. Give us some examples um, because, you know, I grew up with a PK in my home church in Philadelphia. <laughs> he was one of the baddest, baddest young men around, and I always got in trouble because I was older <laughs> than him. So anything going on, I got in trouble. And I'm like, really? You're the, you know, you're, you're the pastor's son. But if yes, I got caught with you, yes. I'm the one that got in trouble. So I'm like, that was oh, ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, you know, you know people would think yeah, that being a PK or, you know, being a PK that you yourself wouldn't get, you know, always like they call them the goody two-shoes. You know, I'm like Mm-mm. the Catholic school kids, they are the goody two-shoes. Or the private school kids, they are the goody two-shoes. <laughs> but, you know, being who you are, you know, we know what you're, you know, telling us, but explain to us the journey or part of the journey. Cause I, don't know, I don't want you to give out the whole book or part of the journey that led you to, to before you got to the part of, like, you know, harboring unforgiveness. Because people don't realize, and I tell oh. people today, that unforgiveness yeah. is like things makes you bitter and it's like a cancer. And sooner or later, yes, you're going to be worse than a person that you're unforgiving. And right. you don't want to, no one wants to be there because it's like a spiritual cancer. And I was talking to a good friend of mine, and she said that a lot of things that we go through manifest itself physically. And so That's we right. definitely have to be, you know, we definitely have to be careful, um, you know, with that unforgiveness. So I want you, yes. you know, for our listening audience, those who are about to get this book, or this is your story, tell us, give us briefly, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the part of things that you went through before, as mm-hmm. you got into that unforgiveness stage, and like, look, I got, I, I can't do this. <laughs> well, Lord have mercy, let me tell you. Um, first of all, let's go back to this PK. You are absolutely right. So many people think that it's um, goody two shoes, or she, she's got it made because she's a pastor, she's a pastor daughter, or they expect so much from you. But those shoes right there are some shoes that you necessarily don't want to be in, first off. You're forced into it um, because your your father, your mother is a pastor. But they fail to realize that we're human beings. And just because our parents, um, that's their calling, a lot of times we're in that, but we're not whole individuals sometimes. And that, (laughs) that journey right there, led me down um, some some dark roads, and like you said, I don't want to get it all away, but I tell you, I struggled with everything that that you can probably name, um, from from suicide, from depression, um, just with my kids in the car, just want just want to drive off the cliff, and and I know God had the will. But you 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 go through horrible relationships. Um I've had attempts on my life 
so many times and 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 gone to my head because of because of the relationships that I chose to be in, um, just searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Just because I grew up in church, it didn't necessarily mean that that was the path that I chose freely. That was the path that um, my my parents at the time chose for me. So in an escape, in an attempt to try to escape and trying to find freedom, I found a whole lot of misery. I found a whole lot of um, heartache and pain and brokenness, you know, to a point where I didn't even want to be it anymore. So <laughs> it, it goes on and on and on, and I touch on a lot of it in the book, but to, I, I remember sitting on the couch of a, um, one of my counselors, and she put me on this. Um, she talked to me, and she basically said I was clinically depressed, and she told me, she said, you do not take this pill. She said, I'm going to have you committed. You, you will not leave this office. The only reason she let me off that couch was taking a depression pill, which caused me to be even more depressed because I had I had my mind was so cloud I couldn't think, you know, and oh it was it was Hezekiah, it was black. It was darkness. It was trying to run away from from myself, trying to find myself. And I was missing it all along. It's right before me. It was that personal relationship with Jesus Christ which I thought that I had, but realistically I didn't have it. I was choosing my own my own um, relationships, so I was choosing my own path, and it just let it could have took my life. I was kidnapped. Um, it is it, it's, it's crazy in front of Walmart at that. It was that was crazy, but I've, I've been through a lot. I'm rambling, but boy, I tell you, that, that's and, and that's fine. That is fine because I can feel your pain, and you know, I, you know, I'm taking notes because you went through a lot. And one thing you did talk about, um, you talked about, you know, you were searching for love in all the right places, all the wrong places, and that's one thing that oh, we all yes. do. We've all been there, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places. And um, <clears throat> we have to realize that then you did end up saying that, you know, you had to learn to love your, you know, get the love of Christ in you. Absolutely. Because, and, I, and I like how you put it, your parents' choices weren't your choices. They were, right. the, they were the ministers, they were the preachers, but that wasn't you. And that's one thing, you know, I joke around, but that's one thing, you know, we got to remember uh, – a pastor's child is just that, a child. A, pastor, a pastoring is just a job. You know, a pastor is a person like they have issues, they got problems, they got family problems like everybody else. A lot of us put That's people right. on pedestals, and we, and we can't do that because once you put a person on a pedestal and you had shoes, you know, people expected you to fill those shoes. You really didn't want to fill those shoes, but people were, ex- yeah. were expecting you to fill those shoes that you didn't even ask to fill. You were just born into it. Yeah, and you're but, embarrassing um, your parents. Yeah. And you, you, you embarrass your parents. You embarrass your, your, your siblings or whoever 
maybe he relates to you or close to you, all in the name of trying to find yourself or or rebel. I don't know what you want to call it, but you know the the members they look at you, and some of the things they say it can be harsh, you know, mm. and, and it, it it can put you in a in a place in your mind where first of all I don't even want to be here. You know, I'm, I'm tired of being judged. I'm trying to um, live up to these expectations, and I want to live up to, to um, you know, my parents' expectations and make them proud, and I just didn't know how to do it if I didn't even know who I was, you know. So I, I kept making these horrible mistakes. And, of course, you know, that's, that's bringing embarrassment on the family. So you can see how, what that would do to a person's mind. It, it will completely take you um, down a spiral. But then you begin to think, well, I'm going to mess up anyway, so why even try? You know, so, <laughs> and like I said, you got some members that can be pretty cruel in 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 that aspect, and as far as judging you, so you, you, it's like you said, you have to be so careful because, believe it or not, most of the time that those kids are going through way more than what you think. You have to realize they're sacrificing their their um, parents because my dad can't just can't be just about him when he's a minister. It, it's about the sheep. It's about the flock. And I didn't really understand mm-hmm. it at the time. It doesn't matter what they are, who they are, whatever. If if his heart was right, and it is, he cares, and he's going to be there. It just didn't matter. So a lot of times, you know, I grew resentful because I felt like that should have been some of my time. Or, you know, I didn't see him a lot because he was busy working for the Lord, and I and I really didn't understand that. But I became resentful, especially those that called him all the time. I just didn't, I just didn't like him because I felt like, you know, you're taking some of out my family's time. We need him too, you know. And he can't be three and four men, but he's trying his best. So it's a lot. You have to be really mindful of that. And, and let's not even talk about, you know, um, wives and stuff. They, they, we share out, we share. We share our our parent or our, or the pastor, pastor plus daddy, so you can only mm-hmm. imagine. <laughs> um, well, Sheikah, I was I was yes, just ma'am. looking. I was just uh, looking at your your workshop you developed. Yes, and ma'am. Um, I, I had a question. I had a question because the the line of um, conversation where you were just going, I was looking at the um, crippled by religion. Mm. And I, I was just going to ask you to go into that just a little more, not, you know, not the whole thing because you have your workshop with, with your um, subjects and all right. that. Just to kind of go, go into that and what you really meant by that. Okay. Um, crippled by religion is um, started from when I was a little girl. Um, we was raised in a holiness church, and we still are holiness. 
But we were, it was the old time holiness where um, it's the do's and the don'ts. Um, it's the you don't do anything, you go to church, home, school. Um, there is no outside life for you. There is basically um, you don't have your own mind. You, you do. It's good to say you do, but technically you really don't. Um, we came up under that, um, you know, going to school or college, following an ed- education. It was not right. It was of the devil. It was just a lot um, wow. of things that went on there. I, actually, um, I, I call it borderline cult. That's, that's what I call it because I can remember that um, it was so to the point where I'm pretty sure if I'm a, a young woman or a little girl saying that I would give my life in place of some grown man's or his children or whoever is related to him, I think I think you can imagine what the grown ups could have went through. So that's 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 probably the root of a lot of the things that I've been through, which I I did blame the church, but as I grew, I I learned that at a certain point you take responsibility for your own actions, you know, and you quit you quit blaming. But for a very very long time in my life, I blamed my family church when I was smaller. Wow. Mhm. And, and I think that this is a issue. I really like that crippled by religion because, excuse me, most people would maybe look at it in the negative, like, you know, what does that really mean? But when I saw it and I was listening to you speak as well, it it seems like it's more about, you know, the, the, the different, like you say, rules and regulations and, and the different little tweaking of, you know, well, this right. church wears the skirt down to their ankle, and this church Absolutely. doesn't do makeup. I mean, this church doesn't do makeup, oh, and this church, Absolutely. you know, so it's like we we get so involved with uh, my pastor likes to call like to call it traditions of man. Right, we get so involved with that that we forget about, or we we don't put the most importance on. A relationship with Christ, which is the basis. Right. And see, that's what everything. I tell people now. I tell them now um, when they ask me about that. And the the simple way that I, the simple answer that I can give is I grew up knowing the God of wrath. I didn't grow up knowing the God of love. Mm. I knew, I knew, okay, God is love. But just to know that he loves you, he loves me, that's Feeling, mm-hmm. just to know that I didn't have that. I was always scared of God. You better not step outside the line or I'm going to cause judgment on your home. <laughs> That's the God. Yeah. That's the God that I knew. And, and honest to God, that's the God that I resented. This, but, I, but, I, but I feared him so much. And I only feared him because I didn't want to go to hell. Mm-hmm. But when, you, when, when I grew up, and I remember sitting on my couch and I had I had my last child, and I was just sitting there, and I was just thinking about that. And I picked up my Bible, and the Lord began to move my spirit. And he, it's like he took my mindset within one moment, and he showed me the love. And I just began to cry because from that moment on, I just 
No, he he loves me. God don't desire to punish me for every single thing I do. He does not desire to to um to <laughs> to kill me. That's not what he wants. You know, he wants a, he wants a relationship. He wants to be loved just like we want to be loved. We don't want people to fear us. We don't want people to go around um, talking about our, our negative characters and, you know, putting us down. And God let me know then that he said I've been misrepresented. Mm. Wow. He was misrepresented, and he let me know that. So, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I want to add into that. Um, being from Philadelphia, I grew up in Catholic Church. I was confused then, you know, because I thought, it, you know, early I was a know-it-all, reading the Bible and stuff like that, and then ended up in the Mennonite Church. And then, you know, the, there was times that we were out as young people witnessing to other people, and they would ask me that same question, which would say, well, what religion are you? And I would tell them, I don't talk about religion because I know one thing, you know, if we become Christians, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. It's, we're growing mm-hmm. up to be Christ-like. And I don't think, you know, when we get to heaven, he's going to say, well, all the holiness churches over in that corner, all the Mennonite church, you know, all the Mennonites, y'all going to be on that side of heaven. And then all the, you know, all the Catholics, yeah, y'all definitely going to be on this side of heaven. No. <laughs> you know, true religion Absolutely. is just from Christ. We all, we're all, we're Christ-like. That's it right there. Religion is just a group of people meeting together in a building. As long That's as they, right. Absolutely. You know, serving Christ in a correct way, you don't. We don't preach religion. We That's preach right. salvation because you that's can right. be whatever religion you want. If you're not saved, well, you know, you know where that's going. That's it. <laughs> but you're listening. That's it. You're listening live with so, Man in the Mirror. So awesome. You're listening yeah, live with Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah Montgomery and co-host. Michelle Johnson, we are starting our month off with authors on the real, real people, real stories, real overcomers. And this month we start off with Miss um, Roshika Henry, author of the forthcoming book, Back from Broken. Um, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror, and you, if you have any questions, I see, you know, some people in the chat room, you can put your questions in the chat room. You can press the number one. If you call in, press the number one on your phone, and you will be put in our queue. And that way we can, you know, if they, if they have any, if you have any questions from Ms. Henry, you'll be able to ask those questions. Michelle will be monitoring the chat room, and when we, you know, we're getting ready to go on break, time flies. Time flies when you're having fun, and I'm just enjoying this because I, you know, you know. Let me um, tell you how I met this young lady. I met her through a friend of mine on Facebook, who basically, you know, got interested in the show because he listened to it and said, "Hey, you know, I got a couple authors." I'm like, "Okay." So I said, "Okay, let me check this out." So I called her. And she and she was being a faithful servant of the Lord and said she would come on and then I called another one. I'm like, Okay. I said, Good, we just we're getting them all lined up and the Lord gave me two title authors on the real because these are real people and their stories are just you know, they're people just like us. 
You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we think preacher's kids got it all. <laughs> no, they don't. They're people like us. <laughs> and I like the part she said that, you know, sometimes she gets selfish because she gets tired of sharing her daddy with everybody else. You know, she wants her daddy to be with her, but many times when you're a servant of God, you have to be everywhere but home. And she had to get used to that. Mm-hmm. She she had that. One time she wasn't, but she had to get used to that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, um, we're going to take a break. We're going to have a few notes from our supporters, and then we'll be back um, with Authors on the Real with Miss um, Roshika Henry. A note from our supporters. Music Instruction for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 888-501-8650, extension 778, to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our website at www.mifalinc.org. This just in, H.L. Montgomery Enterprise is holding, ho- hosting its first event, an evening with an, an afternoon with an author. Have you always said that you wanted to write a book? Well, talk no more. Come meet Hezekiah L. Montgomery. Oh, I know that guy. Writer of the riveting, riveting novel, Rediscovering Kai, as he hosts a writer's workshop on July 16, 2016, at 4443 Bel Air Road from 12 to 5. The cost of the workshop is $85. You will be in what we will call a writer's boot camp. You also have a chance to meet one of the best publishers around, Ms. Tashina Davis, founder and CEO of Purposely Creative Publishing Group, a boutique um, publishing company specializing in literature that empowers others through social awareness, education, and personal transformation. Another sponsor is Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com. We will now have a take a brief break, and we'll be back with authors on the reel with Miss Roshika Henry. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down.
okay, we may go back to them, or that might have been a mistake because they were they had that one pressed way early. <laughs> okay, so caller ending in last four digits of the phone nine six nine nine. Again, that's caller ending in nine six nine nine. You're live with Man in the Mirror. Do you have a question for our guest? <laughs> Hello. Okay, I'm going to say they pressed by mistake because I I didn't notice, but it was like almost as soon as we got started. So I think <laughs> they might have. But uh, anyone who is in the queue and you have a question for our author, or if you're listening online and you want to ask our author a question or say anything, just dial 917-889-2271 and press the number 1 on your keyboard and you'll be placed in the queue to speak with our guest. Back excellent, to you. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. I know how I know how to work this thing. Um but um you know I did want to mention that we are I did mention about that we're having a writers workshop here in Baltimore. And it'll be the first one of its kind, you know, that I am hosting. And Roshika is going to be one of our um, guest authors who's going to tell us about her, um, what she went through with with writing her book and everything. You know, that was nothing but God because, you know, I'm like, okay, I I need a couple more people. And within Mm -hmm. a couple hours, you know, the Lord had that happen because I'm like, okay, I got one. You know, I talked to her, and she said she would be glad to do it. I'm like, because, you know, when we write, people people don't understand the process. People, you know, people have questions because the reason for the workshop is that people keep asking, you know, how can I write a book? Or what's your secret? What did you do? How long did it take you? Well, we're going to put you around everybody. We're going to put you around everybody that's going to actually help you. They are going to help you. They're going to help you. You're going to hear other authors. You're going to get. You're going to get the real deal. You're going to be in writer's boot camp. So I just want to put that plug in there for those who think they're tough. You're going to be in writer's boot camp. <laughs> you know, and Rosita, you got. You know, you know, you know. Her book is coming out, so you know, you're going. She's going to be the real deal by then. You know, you <laughs> okay. Mean, you know, if you don't get, if you don't buy her book or get that autograph, you're in trouble. <laughs> but um, you know, you know what made you. After you went through all of that, and after you, you know, got yourself together back from broken, and sometimes people don't realize, you know, we go through things, you go through, I go through, other people go through, because we got hard heads. And I remember oh, my mom yeah. telling us years ago, hard heads make us off behind. And <laughs> luckily, that, luckily that we have a guy that's full of mercy, that he yeah. he he his mercy endured forever. So he's just waiting for us. He's waiting for us. He's waiting mm-hmm. for us. He's waiting for us to get it. You know, my son, my daughter, sooner or later. Now your parents, they get mad. They get upset. Like, okay, when is this crazy person gonna get this up together? <laughs> but God Amen. is patient. You know, um, there's a scripture that I'm gonna have to get. I mean, we fall. We may slip. But we don't fall. You know, we may slip, but he's not going to let us fall because he's going to uphold us. And from, you know, just the things I've jotted down, you went through stuff. You went through stuff. 
you know, you know, suicide, thinking about suicide, that's depression. Mm-hmm. You were depressed. You were thinking about, Absolutely. excuse me, you know, you know, driving yourself off the cliff. Now, you know, I, I may be, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm a little wary of that one. I'm like, okay, you know, I can do, you know, I may try everything else, but I know cars mm-hmm. can't fly, so, you know. Um, but these are just attempts that the devil is trying to, devil is trying to offer you. The Bible okay. words is he's like a roaring lion seeking those he can devour. So if he puts those thoughts in our heads, you know, put all these false thoughts, put fear, false evidence appearing real, he puts all these thoughts in our heads, then, you know, he's trying to offer us. He's trying to out us. That's right. And thank, you know, I thank the Lord Jesus that you found your first love. You found yeah. you found your love in Jesus Christ. You found that, you know, I got to love myself first. I don't care what's going on around me. Amen. And that's one thing I tell people. I love me more than I love everybody else. I'm going to love me. Okay. Trust me. Amen. You know, if you can't love me like I love me, then don't even worry about it. I'm going to be okay. Amen. But, um, <laughs> that, that, you know, when you're broken, is like Humpty Dumpty. You know, we'd be sitting on that wall playing around, and then sooner or later, we fall. That's right. But only all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again, but that's just fairy tale. But when God starts putting those pieces back together one by one, you know, forming you to be the young lady that you are right now. Now, only God can do that. Only God can do that because, yeah, yeah, I know you love your daddy. As a pastor, he is. But he wouldn't be able to do that. You love your friends, your family. They can't do that. Sometimes God lets us just go just enough to say, okay, I give. Mm-hmm. And I know many of us have kids. How many of us, how many of us know of our kids that, you know, you're watching them? You told them That's not right. to do it. You told them not to do it. You told them what the concept, you told them what was going to happen. You told them what was going to happen. But our children today, just like we were, mm-hmm. But our children today, they want to push it to the limit. That's right. And then as parents, once they decide, okay, that didn't work, that failed, that failed, then they come back. But that's how God is. That's why he wrote, you know, that's why we have the story of the prodigal son. No one knows how long a journey he was on. Now, he was out there. He had all the money. You know, he took his inheritance and left. No one knows how long the journey was. But he went through, and when when pig sloths start looking good to you, there's an issue. So he's like, okay, it's time to go back home. And that's when he got himself together. He was broken too, but he had to be broken so he can go back and be a better son to his father because he he wasn't broken. That's why he said, just give me mine so I can get out of here. So he's like, okay, cool. Here you go. Take it. But that was a symbol that his father was a symbol that God was back there with looking every day, looking every day, looking every day, looking for him as a son, looking for his son to come back from being broken. Yes. Any comments, Michelle? 
No, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. Okay, so give us some more about, you know, what should be coming, you know, when is your book coming out? Because, you know, how do, if people want to contact you, how do they contact you? Okay, um, it should be out around June the 24th, 25th, somewhere there. And um, right now, you can contact me through backfrombroken1 at gmail.com, or you can contact me um on any of the social medias, it's going to be back from broken. Um, it's, you can also pre-order. Right now, I think we're going through um, JNF Enterprises. My web, we're building my website, so that that should be coming to you soon. And um, from there, let's see. Let's let's don't forget on Facebook, of course. You can use my real name, Rashika Henry, or uh, we just had a um, Facebook account. It's back from broken. And that's on Facebook as well. So we can um, pre-order there or ask any questions, and I'll be happy to answer for you. Rashika, do you have a a, uh, book signing or anything coming up soon? Um, Actually, I am talking with a young lady now down here in Tell City, Alabama. So, yes, ma'am, we do have one coming up soon. Um, We're getting a date together. So actually, I've been pretty busy with um, stuff like trying. My calendar is filling up with book signings and all that. I think mostly people are waiting to actually hold the book, and mm. once that happens this month, uh, it's going to take off. So. Okay. And yes, um, when, it, when when it's released, is it um, coming out ebook or ebook and hard Right now we have the actual copies. We mm-hmm. are going to do an ebook, so I will keep you up to date on you and Mr. Hezekiah and let you know. But it's definitely going to be ebook. Excellent. And for those yes. who you know, again, if you thought about writing a book, you know she's going to be at the writers. I'm just saying she's going to be at the writers' workshop, and I know she'll probably have some copies of the book there too. I'm just going to put that out there, you know, you know, because she's going to be in the area, so you know. I'm just saying, <laughs> I just put that out there for people to think about it. But um, we're 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 under about ten minutes to go. And again, if you want to talk to our guest tonight or any questions, just dial the number uh, dial nine one and press the number one on your phone. And you know, usually if you have a comment or question. I think I'm we sorry. have someone. I said I think oh, we right. have someone. Okay. I was trying to you keep track of those that, that crossed by mistake, but uh okay, so we have caller ending number ending zero five seven five. Again, caller ending in number zero five seven five. You are live with Man in the Mirror. You have a question for our guest. Uh, yes. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can, madam. Hi. Um I am um I've been listening to your show uh live with author Rashika Henry and first let me just say that I am um uh, my soul has truly been blessed tonight. Um just uh thinking I mean hearing of some of the things that uh you actually went through and um, my question for you is, 
How long had you been writing before you actually wrote um, <laughs> Back from Broken? And I want to know uh, will there be a part two? Mm, Wow. Oh, I've been writing since I was um, a teenager, actually. Um, I believe people spoke and prophesied this book into my life since I was a teenager because I would write um, poetry and poems. um, And they would always say, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And then, um, of course, being a testimony of some of the things that I've been through, um, they would say the same thing. So this book has definitely been long coming. And, yes, we are working on part two. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for your question. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No problem. I think that's awesome, Rashika. So you are, say, I have, I need to take a, a lesson from you and a page from your book <laughs> because you're working on part two and part one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That is, that is fabulous. I love it. I'm still, yeah, and, and just in case you were wondering, I'm still trying to get a book out myself. So I'm like in awe right now. Like she has two coming out and one is, wow, okay. <laughs> Well, while we're talking about it, well, let me give a shout-out to JNF Enterprises, Mr. Leroy McKenzie, because um, he's my publisher. But when I tell you, um, I I know it has to be God. I, I, I know it has to be God because, um, you know, you go through the the um, leaps and bounds of finding the right publisher. But when God connected us, it was so awesome. And this process has been so easy. And without him, I couldn't have done it. Um, oh, amen. And again, it was he that connected me with you. So, you know, that was him. He approached me. Mm-hmm. And said, okay, let's do this. <laughs> and Michelle, you know, there's always, you know, if you want to get some more information from Roshika, you can always, you know, come to the workshop. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just putting that out there because she's going wow. to be there. I think that was an unspoken invitation that went out a long time ago. I'm already oh. going to be listening, and I want to, I want to hear this fabulousness about getting the second book out while the first is coming out. I'm just, my mind is low. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely had my circle say, okay, don't stop now. You've got to start with part two. So um, I've been thinking wow. about it, and it's definitely – Definitely going to happen. Oh, it's see, definitely going to happen. Yeah. And I've also um, been thinking about a children's book. We already have um, the plot, and um, I'm going to use my little niece. But that you can look for that in the future, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now she's just moving right along. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's She's like that little train. Once she's that little train, a train and going up the thing, you know, yeah. I wish I can, I can, I can. Oh, yeah, I can, I can, I can. A little train that could. But once you, once you start chugging up that hill, she's gone. She is gone. You, it took God, but, but hey, when when you, you, you can be hard-headed, but when you finally get it, you get it. You get it. I think I've got it, and I'm running with it. Well, I hope you got it. 
Because there's one line that I wrote in my book, and um, I talk, I tell people about this all the time. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you decide to do what God wants you to do. But some of us aren't there yet. But right. you got sick and tired. I got sick and tired. You know, you wrote your story. I wrote my story. Um, because, again, once I got to that point, I was like, okay, I got you, God, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we all, we all have a story, but we all have a common denominator. God is calling. God was calling. God wanted to bring us back to him. So we, right. through your book, through all you know, all the authors around, through my book, that we can help other people. Because your book yes, is a testimony for other people. Yes, your book is, is going to be a testimony to other people that don't give up. Because we got right. about, what about those people that committed suicide and never got to the point that oh, I can do better, or oh, I can get my life mm. together? What about That's those right. people that did, you know? Autos and depressed states, or taking those pills. You know, you mentioned. You know, you, you know, the doctor made you take the pill. But what about the people that couldn't get off of that stuff? That are That's still right. there. They are in that. As you mentioned, they are in that dark place. That's that right. For people like that, and I know. You know, we got these modern, uh, contemporary songs out there, but it's those old songs that says somebody prayed for me. Yeah. Had me on their mind. Took the time. And pray, pray for, for me. me. When those, the prayer mm-hmm. of the righteous avail is month when people continue to pray for you. And I know they did because you're here telling your story yes, now. Yes, they did. They didn't yes, give up they on did. you. You were about to give up That's on yourself. Right. But they That's did right. not give up on you. And it was to and, and and you got and to I that can't point. give up on nobody. And that's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing. That's the beauty of it all. Yeah, we you can can't be here all anybody. night long. <laughs> we can be here all night long because this was a beautiful, <laughs> this was a beautiful show, and I just thank you. Um, before I'm gonna let you have before I let you have some last. Uh, go ahead, Roshi. Can you have any last comments? I do. With all of that being said, and you hit it right on the nail. Um, if you can't help anyone in your purpose, then then it's not a purpose. Uh, someone once told me that snap out of it because your purpose is not even for you; it's for them. So my whole goal out this out out of this is not to make money, but I gotta reach somebody that was in those, that dark place like I was. Um, that's that's what I, that's what I want to say. Hold on to God's unchanging hand because He He cares for you. He loves you, and He is He. Definitely holding you through the storm, so don't let go. Amen. Amen. Any, any last comments, Michelle? Just wanted to say I I definitely thoroughly enjoyed you, Rashika. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, thank and you thank for having you. me. No problem. Absolutely. And just just want to thank you, which. I definitely try to take a moment to tell our guests because a lot of them have, uh, one, their testimony, but then, two, their purpose that they're living out, which is touching the lives of of others and bringing about change. And so I always want to say thank you 
for allowing yourself to be a vessel used by God for his purpose and for the lives that you're touching. So we definitely thank you for that and for being our guest tonight. Yes, I enjoyed this. <laughs> thank you. And I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening and in talking to our guests. Um, Rashika Henry has truly inspired Michelle and me with her story. As always, Rashika is now part of the Man and the Mirror family. If you have any more questions, mm-hmm. our information will be on our event page, or, and you can go to my website at www.hezekiahmontgomery.com. And I'm not even going to say anything else because you have said it all, Rashika. We thank you, we thank <laughs> you, we thank you. No problem. And I we may it. have a part two because we got book number two going, so we may, we may have you back. Yeah. Oh, and don't don't forget the the book giveaway. We're gonna we're gonna definitely give oh, away. Oh, that's book. right. I was and mm-hmm. guess what? The first person. That's that. And that was the person ending, and um, we have to get her information. Zero five, the one five, ending. Uh huh. Because she came on. And Michelle, I'll let Michelle take care of that. Or um, the one ending in 0575, we would like you to hold on. And um, hold on for one Michelle? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead. Continue, continue the show for a second. I want to actually talk to her for one second before we leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is just, you know, I know. Do something different. You see how he does me, Roshika. <laughs> go on, go on. I'm doing something. But no, honestly, there's nothing else to say. But we definitely appreciate you being on um, the show this evening. And um, no for for our guest who who has won the book, I'm, I'm guessing you and Hezekiah have already figured out how that's going to go. But congratulations right. to our guest. Uh, you have won Roshika's book back from Broken, so this is really he should have he should have left that go on there. <laughs> that would have been fun, but um, yeah. So congratulations to our guest, and thank you, Roshika, for giving away your book. I didn't even know you guys were doing the book giveaway. I probably didn't pay attention. But yeah, I think you too. <laughs> yeah, no you know problem. what. Not, especially when we're having a good show, the time goes by so quickly that yes. you know, we we forget sometimes. But um, do you have, uh, I guess, anything else you would like to leave our audience with? Or, again, I would like you to reiterate the date again that your book is hitting uh, the, yes. the shelves, I guess. It will be um, June the 24th. No later than June twenty fourth, twenty fifth for sure. And okay. um like I said, we'll have we'll have pre orders. All you have to do is go to any of my site and um we can start pre ordering from there or you can go to um J N F Enterprises and can pre order from there as well. And the pre orders you can do right now or that starts that would start that would start um within a week or so I wanna say. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you ladies yeah, we're working on the detail. Back on the line. <laughs> <laughs> you ladies miss me. 
<laughs> no, we, I was look. I was saying. I said we should have let the um, surprise about the book give away the the um, caller. That should have been on air. That would have been fun. But well, I was just having there. There it is, and I'm going to actually bring her back on and let Roshika. Her yeah. name is Miss Jennifer Cook. <laughs> uh, Roshika. Her name is Jennifer Cook. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited. This is like the first time I've ever won anything in my whole entire life. Oh wow! <laughs> well, I was well, I, I was telling you congratulations. Thank you. I'm one of those people who, you know, they you know they just never win. But I am so honored. I really enjoyed this show, and. Thank you so much for um, giving me a book. Uh, that I, I just hope that it's going to be autographed. Of course. <laughs> she went a bit much, don't she? She won a book and she won an autograph. What are we going to do? She won a lot. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. But, you know, hey, I, I'm just kidding. I have a nice, uh, good sense of humor. But um, I do want to say thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. No problem. It's my Thank honor. Thank you for listening. See what rewards you get when you listen to Man in the Mirror. <laughs> Absolutely. I have to tell all my friends. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> but that's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But um, you guys can also listen, you know, go on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror and all our, you know, all these shows are on demand. So you can listen to them and listen to them, pass them on to your friends and all that. But, Ms. Cook, we thank you for calling. I'm going to pass your information on to Rashika so she can call okay. you and find out, you know, get the information, you know, you know, so we get your book to you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and that was fun. I enjoyed that. Uh, that's the first yeah. thing I got a chance to do that. But guess what? God is good <laughs> all the time, and all the time God is good. And Roshika, again, yeah. we thank you. No we thank problem. You, thank we you. Thank you again. See what happens when um, Alabama and Baltimore get together. All kind of things happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. But anyway, wow. that's for ending this show. It was a good show. It was it, everything was done in God's will. I'll oh, end man. it as always. This is Hezekiah uh, Montgomery, and as always, I'll see you at the mirror. Yeah.